As always, it is great to be here. I hope you guys are having a, a lovely day as well. Well, let's talk about part of the lovely day, and that is the Steelers, who used to be flexed into Sunday Night Football, are being flexed out of it. What statement does, does that make about the current state of Steeler football? I, I think they're two and six. I, you know, I mean, two and six without a, a marquee quarterback. Um, and if you look at what they're up against as far as uh, flexing games, I mean, one, you have to have a game that you want to put into that spot. If it's a game, uh, you know, typically a, a rivalry, but with marquee quarterbacks, that's going to get the nod. I mean, that that's just kind of the way that it works. Um, and plus, I, I think the, the last three games between the Steelers and Bengals have been just kind of gong shows. I mean, you know, the, the, the win the Steelers have um, was as – ridiculous a win as you'll see in the NFL on the previous two I think the combined score was like 890 to 6 or something like that I, I can understand there not being a whole lot of confidence in putting that game up when you could have Mahomes versus Herbert in what's you know looking like a, a you know well maybe not quite yet but it's supposed to be one of the marquee matchups within the AFC so I, I see why they did it I'm not at all surprised um if anything, I mean, you usually hear sports writers rejoice when the team they cover um, is taken out of prime time. Yes, <laughs> you know, it makes, yes, makes it a little bit easier of a night. But I, I'm not quite at the age where I want to uh, admit to that. But um, you know, it, it's you earn these sorts of things in a way, um, earn them with you know quality play behind marketable players, and yeah. even with the, the the assumed presence of. T.J. Watt, I'm, I'm not really sure what there is for the Steelers to, to get fans outside of uh, Steeler Nation um, all that excited for that game. It, it's kind of a no-brainer in my mind. Yeah, uh, and the part about the Steelers is you, know, you can not win and be entertaining. I, I don't find them entertaining. Not winning... And being entertaining would be losing like 40, 41, 38. Yeah, something like that. They're got, averaging got 15 juice. points a game. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not even remotely entertaining. <laughs> if they got two touchdowns, that would be an improvement yes. um, for, for what they're currently doing. They, they Currently, with the, the quarterback they have now, they're turning the ball over a lot. Uh, without Watt, they have no pressure on the quarterback at all. Uh, but at least their secondary isn't all that good. It, you know, it, it's... It's as beatable a team as there is in the NFL right now. Now, I don't know what uh, what they'll do from the bye week through to their next game here. Um, again, assuming T.J. Watt is back, maybe that, that helps you know move things in a better direction. Uh, it's an easier schedule for the team over uh, the second half of the season than the first, which turns out to be uh, pretty, pretty brutal, uh, which is odd to say considering they haven't even played Baltimore yet. It, uh, it, 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 I think the second half will go better than the first half, but you definitely can't suggest right now that it's a strong bet that they're going to come out and you know drop 34 points on the next five teams that they play. I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I think it might improve yeah. by three, maybe four points, but I, it, this isn't a good offensive team, and it's not going to be. All right, so what is the status of T.J. Watt? I mean, any idea when he might, you know, magically return? 
Well, what we know is, um, as, as Mike Tomlin said today, uh, he's optimistic that Watt will return. This is also a team that plays things very, very specifically to the rules. They're going to wait until the last possible minute that they have to activate T.J. Watt uh, back to their roster, make a, a corresponding move along with that. That's probably what uh, part of this practice week is for them to kind of figure out what direction they want to go with that, um, you know, with whatever um, player isn't going to be around um, for them beyond. Uh, um, really when Watt comes back, somebody's got to go, and they'll, they'll figure out who that is. That's something I would imagine they'll uh, – uh, it, it, typically they make that decision, I think, on Saturday leading um, into their next game. So I would expect that um, unless there's a setback, which is why they don't activate him. Um, you know, they, they don't need to tell anybody about it. They don't need to talk about it. We'll see what happens. Um, I, I remember um, back in it was like 2015 or something, Martavis Bryant was coming back off suspension. Um, he was eligible to, and they never, they hadn't brought him back. And, uh, he got injured in practice. So we had to end up missing another week, but they didn't have to talk about it because he was still technically on the suspension list. They never activated him. So the, the Steelers are very uh, tight with that rule. And we'll, we'll find out you know, more on Watts uh, as the week goes on. But my guess would be um, they'll wait. They're, they're planning on him playing. They expect him to play. This has always been the plan. And they absolutely need him. I, I don't know, you know, short of any... Uh, Ben Roethlisberger reappearance during a season. I don't know if they've ever needed uh, a player uh, that they didn't have available to them prior more than what they need in Watt right now. Well, see, the difference between, geez, you know, we're bringing it back. We have a lot of tough decisions to make here as to who we get rid of. Their problem is looking around because we have so many choices. Which one? The options are plentiful. Uh, I would would put it like this. I'm not sure how much it matters. I mean, you want to be thoughtful with your decisions, but let's be honest here. I mean, it's if if they're able to field the right 53 guys, which is the right backups and the right guys to play on special teams along with your core players, I don't know how much it's really going to matter. You know, they're – I, I would think more than anything they'll hold out. Just maybe somebody else is hurt um, that, that we're not really going to know about right away. Another uh, IR candidate, um, swap one out, put another one in. It very well could be the case. Uh, we never know about that. But beyond that, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it, I don't know how many defensive backs they've brought into that. Uh, there was a joke going yeah. around uh, Christian Kuntz, the long snapper, uh, has a rib injury. Apparently, we just found out about that today, and, and uh, somebody had made a, a, a typo on Twitter referring to him as a cornerback. And it was like, is he playing cornerback now? Okay, that actually wouldn't surprise me a whole lot if he was. Yeah, uh, they've got a few of those guys. I wouldn't surprise me if it's one of them. Um, the practice squad call-up guys usually can kind of fill that gap when when they need it. Uh, the two that they can activate leading into a game um, as far as putting somebody on the roster, I, I my guess would be uh, one of the defensive backs that they uh, probably don't need um, as much as they need TJ Watt. <laughs> if we're going to make yeah. it about that. Right. All right. Kenny Pickett. Now, before I get to Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, why are we seeing almost a one eighty of last year from him? Why? Um, one, as you know, I have not been 
the most uh, outspoken Najee Harris supporter. I know that. No. Um, and again, the I, point. I, remember the point I always made about Najee Harris last year. He led the SEC in broken tackles with, at Alabama. But you and I both know because of competition and so forth, those broken tackles were happening six and seven yards downfield yes. with a full head of steam, not in the backfield like last year. Yeah, and, and at that point, too, at Alabama, he's, he, he's breaking tackles from you know Division One safeties, not NFL linebackers or linemen. Um, it, it's, I don't want to say that broken tackles is an overrated stat in college, but you really have to look at depth of, sure. of field when he's doing it. And in that, we get to two conclusions that the, the Najee supporters are, are going to live and die by. Uh, one, he is hurt. We know that he's hurt. Um, certainly was an ominous um, message to receive right before week one after all the fantasy drafts were done. Uh, he has a list frank injury, which is, you know, basically yeah. cost him camp. Um, you don't know how well he's going to respond to that. I think it's safe to say that it, it's been a, a negative factor for him to this point in the season. Two, we, we can't look behind an offensive line that is typically winning its, its one-on-one matchups, um, giving him the ability to run clear, at least to the line of scrimmage, where, where he can compete uh, for, for yards gained. However, here's my issue. I, I think we've talked about this. There, there was a, a comparison, which in a lot of ways kind of seems like a troll move at first, but there are a lot of reasonable comparison from Najee Harris to another former Alabama running back taken in the first round, Trent Richardson. Yes. The reason I say yep. that, I'm, I'm not suggesting Najee is a bust. It's not possible for him to be a bust at the level of, of Richardson. But the one thing I noticed with Richardson with Cleveland was it, it's not that, you know, everyone assumes that you play behind a, a, an offensive line, which at Alabama is typically dominant. Uh, that helps you compile your stats. I don't want to look at it in a results-based fashion, but it really seems that both Richardson and now Harris have the same sort of, you know, call it almost a nervous tick, yeah. moving side to side with their weight when they're approaching the hole. Yep. That, to me, and I, I've been told this by coaches before, it can indicate the player is not sure where the hole is. That's not a question of, you know, people often think a run play is, you know, you run to this specific spot on the field and you cut at this blade of grass. They did that back in the 40s. So that's, that's not yeah. the way the game is played anymore. It, it's, it's fluid. You move with, you know, where uh, your blocking is. Harris doesn't see it. And the reason it stands out to me so much more this year, I'm not entirely sure he didn't do it last year. But, one, I think the injury is uh, wrecking his confidence in his body. And because of that, he's not approaching things with a full head of steam. He's not going into it all out. Um, And two, the injury is really bringing out what his great limitation is. And this is something you'll never hear Mike Tomlin say because they drafted him. They grossly overrated how good of an athlete he is, how explosive he is. All these things that I, I just never saw on tape when I watched him in college look like a decent running back, not a great one, not twitchy, not explosive, not a big play guy. His foot injury takes away his power. He doesn't even have that now. And what right. we really see above anything else, he doesn't have vision. Yeah, He's not seeing lanes. Right. You know, There's a world of difference. And I, I've talked about this on your show a bunch of times 
Um, in, in comparison to Benny Snell, he's, he's, you know, he's got eagle eyes. But with Najee now, he's not seeing what is there at the NFL level versus college. Right. I think because he's injured, um, the instinct that he used to use when he'd run, he basically said, oh, give me the ball, all right, fine, there, I'm going to go. Uh, he's not playing with that anymore. And it, it stands out so much to me just because uh, Jalen Warren is half his size, maybe one-tenth of his pedigree. Warren gets the ball behind the same line in very similar situations in the game. And far more often than not, he's getting four or five yards. Yeah. Not even about the tens that neither of them are getting, which is a problem.